A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes and Nathan Fillion's hair, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And Mike can speak for himself, but we're going to talk about <laughs> the apocalypse for X-Men, how Marvel is going to punish us, wink, wink, oh, God. <laughs> and all the summer 2016 films, not just the comic book ones on this yeah. episode. Yeah, that's right. We're going to give a nice little rundown. Just It's more of like what we're probably going to end up talking about over the summer. There might be some sneaky ones in there uh, that we don't know about yet this summer, but we, we kind of compiled a list that we thought would be a good way to uh, get everybody ready because uh, this is the last uh, episode before we see Civil War. Yes, so we're now in May, I suppose, and Civil War's coming up, and we're going to kind of, I guess, talk about this, do you want to talk about now or later, how, how we determine when summer really starts, because, you know... Yeah, I think I think this might be a good place to talk about it, yeah. So, summer, to me, is the first weekend in May, mm-hmm. and that's because that's when all the superhero movies come out, or I, I, super, that's when all the movies start to come out, um, that's uh-huh. when college used to end, and that's when my drive-in theater... Literally, two streets over opens up his doors. Yeah, and I think, honestly, when you said that, I think that is probably one of the best indications of when summer movie season starts. Because I have to admit it, I'm I'm kind of babied out here in Southern California uh, when it comes to the weather. It's kind of perpetually spring and summer, um, but it's okay. Everything's super expensive out here, so it's not all it's not all sunshine and rainbows out here. But I was just thinking, you know, when Batman and Superman came out in March, I was just like, oh yeah, it feels like the summer movie season's starting. It even kind of felt like that when I saw Deadpool, like in February. But then I have to remember, yeah, a lot of the country and other parts of the world are are under snow right now. So mm-hmm. this it's not it's not summer to them. So I kind of have to get outside of my bubble sometimes and think about that. But yeah, I think May. May is the month, like, um, April is, April's kind of this weird month that doesn't really have any sort of, um, like, identity yet when it comes to movies. Like, March has always seemed to have some sort of weird kind of early blockbuster in it, I feel like, in the past. And then earlier parts of the year, like, all bets are off. You don't really know what's happening the first chunk of the year. You're kind of getting movies that were supposed to be good, but then they got dumped because they ended up being bad, so they're not the beginning of the year. Now we're probably going to get this trend of early, really good rated R movies towards the beginning of the year. January kind of has, like, some Oscar-nominated movies that got pushed. So... It's really weird, but yeah, I think May, May, and that drive-in movie theater is a good is a good indication. Yeah, d- drive-ins is to me because like in April, you can't put a movie out in April and have it compete with that first summer movie. Because again, mm-hmm. all the kids are in finals, I guess, studying for school. May is whenever I guess the weather is nice enough to go outside, and you know your kids don't have to be in school all day, so they can go watch movies all day long. So mm-hmm. I, that to me, May, you're right. May is May is the best month to do it, and. Uh, it's 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 hard to believe it's here, honestly, because yeah. we did have that big Batman v Superman, but a month of nothing. Like that's the worst part was that month of just kind of like a drought. Of, yeah, of waiting it doesn't. For this. It, 
it does make you wonder maybe if it would have felt different if we would have enjoyed Batman Superman more. Uh, like if it would have made more of an impact on us if we would have thought it, the season started earlier. But I mean, the month of May makes sense because statistically that's where the movies make most of their money. People want to want to start the summer off with a big bang. I mean, Civil War is set up in prime location. I mean, very beginning of the summer months, it's it's out ahead of everything. It's it's basically the Avengers that we've wanted for a long time. Uh, and I've, I've heard nothing but good things, even though I've tried my hardest <laughs> not to hear anything at all. So I'm still keeping my expectations normal. But, uh, yeah, I'm so excited for the summer movie season to start. Ugh, it's yes. going to be awesome. In the meantime, let's talk about three bits of news before we jump into that. Uh, most because this is something that we got this week we didn't think we were going to get. The uh-huh. X-Men Apocalypse trailer. I think I, I, I bet this week and you bet the next week. Last, uh-huh. When we last talked, because I'm like, oh, international civil war is opened up. They're going to get Apocalypse. We got our third trailer for X-Men Apocalypse. Mike, what do you think? Did it hold up to what you thought it would be? Uh, it didn't really it didn't really hold true necessarily to the track of what Days of Future Past went by. But it, it was kind of, it was close. You know, this trailer has a little bit of a different tone. But honestly... It's not. It wasn't super memorable. On like, I I think I watched the trailer twice. Uh, it it's still giving us the same stuff that we've seen. Just oh, kind of some apocalypse destruction, uh, apocalypse similar scenes where he's like uh, grabbing people in the mansion and throwing them around. Uh, the only real thing to talk about here, I would say, is almost just the I guess the quote unquote reveal at the end. The, this is what I call the Spider Man stinger. Um, so I, again, like we didn't know Spider-Man, we knew Spider-Man was in Civil War, but we didn't see him. Great. Uh-huh. Like we didn't, like we thought, this is kind of my news last week. This is that mutant I was talking about last week, Mike. And now I can uh-huh. say it because the fan favorite mutant who is in this movie is apparently Wolverine. Uh-huh. And, but at the same time, like it's not much of a surprise, even though we kind of were told he wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're in the Weapon X facility somehow. He's got his metal claws, finally. Um, I don't know. I mean, I imagine this will probably be, like, maybe at most five minutes of, of Wolverine action. And probably the most fight, fight I guess, fight-worthy, like, brawly. That's not power-based kind of fighting. And, mm-hmm. I, 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 again, I'm, I'm excited for it, but all we saw were the claws. Like, are we going to get some... Are we going to see the Weapon X metal helmet? That's the question I've seen everywhere. And uh, I, being this movie's in May, like I'm still not that thrilled for it, but yeah, whatever. Like we gotta kind of get excited for X Men, right? Like yeah, I, I think it just comes down to when you put a stinger at the end of the trailer like that. Only thing everybody's thinking about is the Civil War trailer. And that reveal, whether whether or not Civil War ends up being the best movie ever or just a garbage piece of trash, you know, the the spectrum is very wide. You never know where it could land. But we this is that's the first time we had seen that new Spider-Man costume, Spider-Man over at Marvel. Some people didn't even know Spider-Man was supposed to be in the movie, so it was even bigger. But it's just like I guarantee there's people out there that didn't even know Wolverine wasn't kind of supposed to be in the movie they're just like oh okay is that even reveal wolverine's been in every single x-men movie so that doesn't really surprise me but you know like like we said before every trailer we've kind of had the same vibe of just like uh, we we think this movie's going to be good because days of future past was good but these trailers aren't exactly like making me run out of my apartment throwing confetti in the air you know yeah i i haven't bought my tickets yet and that's usually an indication of, of how excited i am for a movie 
Um, uh-huh. I don't even know if we can buy X-Men tickets yet. Probably. I haven't looked close enough. But this Wolverine thing, yeah, like, yeah, we've been in the movie. Like, I kind of wish they kind of saved it like they did with First Class. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole fuck off thing was amazing and brilliant. And, like, that was, like, a very memorable part of, of first, X-Men First Class. And I kind of wish they'd saved this for the film and not the trailer, to be honest. With, with, with everybody here. Um, so that's where I sit. On the other note, we did get uh, one, two, two new images this week. Uh, from the uh, international trailer, we get to see Cyclops in what looks to be like a very cartoon comic book costume. Yeah, and I'm kind of running off this theory that they're publishing these kind of uh, X-Men legit superhero costumes because everybody's been all up in a fury that they're still in these battle combat like black suits. And I think, like, Brian Singer, I think he originally had a good idea. He was just like, okay, I know people really want to see the X-Men in these classic suits, and I'm going to give it to them, but I'm going to give it to them in a reveal. Like, he's like, oh, there's going to be a really cool moment where the X-Men all come together, like, maybe in the, like in the third act of the film. They're all going to suit up in the iconic uniform, and the crowd's going to go wild. And then all he sees, <laughs> including us, like, we were part of the problem for the last couple months was people, like, moaning and complaining that, hey, where these original suits we all saw negasonic teenage warhead in a suit that they could pull it off i even saw some guy on youtube that made a whole retrospective of x-men costumes and basically just like stuck it to brian singer saying like hey why can't we get these costumes and it's just like he's like fine you people were complaining i was gonna give it to you all along here you go here's a little glimpse so i feel kind of bad that we contributed to that conversation if my theory is true but at the same time, it's just like, well, you're, you, this is just what happens. The audience kind of dictates when stuff gets published now. Well, I, again, I, I think the thing here is here, if you're going to go bright and flashy, 80s is the time to do it because they obviously jump mm-hmm. 10 years forward every time. And at the same point, um, you know, it, it was kind of hard to tell a lot of the mutants apart when they're running around in those black outfits. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I get it, this battle armor, but also my fear is... My worst fear is this is the final scene of the movie. Oh, you're, so I think so. You're thinking like this is like two seconds before the credits roll, and you know this is all we get. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that Avengers assemble line in in in, in Age of Ultron where he didn't say assemble, and he's oh, they're like yeah. X Men or to me my X Men, and then that's whenever we see the costumes, and then credits roll. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's my worst. That's my worst fear, and that's that's kind of like where I sit on these. But just looking at this, the at first the metal visor kind of irked me a little bit, but when I see it with the blue and yellow, I'm okay with this. I'm yeah, okay, I, I'm okay I really with the look. Yeah, I really want to see the whole team in this uh, costume, and I would love like secretly for um, Cyclops to have just a big role in this movie, and they're they're just kind of hiding it from the trailer because obviously Jennifer Lawrence is going to sell the tickets. So I would love to see him just rise to the top and like really become a leader of the X Men. That would be really really cool. Yeah, it would. Uh, speaking of Cyclops, the last image here is a little bit of a teaser uh, shared by um, Sophie Turner of Game of Thrones fame, and now Jean Grey. Um, who plays, uh, you know, Jean Grey or whatever she's going to be in the movie, um, showing the Dazzler record. Dazzler is a mutant mm-hmm. who can, uh, cha- like, she can change her voice to light. And there was a big promotion in the 80s where MTV was going to have it. Like, they had an album with it, and then there was a cartoon with it, and, like, this big cross-promotion that kind of fell through. But the big rumor right now, so other than this Dazzler record, is that Sophie Turner says that this is her favorite record pre-1989, which is a Taylor Swift reference. 
Several mm-hmm. months ago, Taylor Swift was on the set of X-Men taking pictures with him. Do you think Taylor Swift could be Dazzler in this in like a small cameo? That would be tight. Taylor Swift is my boy. She's my girl. <laughs> I want to I want to be on her entourage. I've told my wife several times. I was like, I'm going to be on Taylor Swift's entourage, and I'm going to be the responsible adult that keeps these kids in line and make sure they still have a good time because I think she'd be cool to hang out with. So I think it would be cool to see Taylor Swift on the big screen. I don't really care if like people like don't like the pop music or whatever. Life's too short well, to complain uh, about music anyway, but well, I think it would be kind of cool to see her on screen. I don't think we'll ever see Dazzler actually be a part of the main X-Men films, and but if so, uh-huh. and it's a a quick flash with Taylor Swift dressed up as Dazzler and doing her powers like one of the few accepted mutants, that'd be pretty sweet. It doesn't need mm-hmm. to be something like, you know, it's not the Wolverine cameo, but I think yeah. it'd be pretty sweet. I, I, I'm one down thing with I, it. One thing I do kind of think is um, they, they kind of seem to be in like a, a little bit of a mall environment, and that made me think of the first episode of the classic X-Men cartoon. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder maybe if there's going to be some sort of like a, a 80s mall scenario uh, but you know that was kind of more in the '90s, I guess, with the cartoon show. I don't know, but I want to see I want to see these X Men hanging well, in the mall, yo. That is that is Jubilee behind them who did mm-hmm. instigate the mall scenario in the first film. Now, That's do I true. see we're gonna see like four foot tall Sentinels come in and, and start blasting stuff? No, because I thought we would get that in Days of Future Past. But we'll we'll get whatever we can. Any mall scene's a good mall scene, right? Yeah, especially in the '80s. Yeah, the malls malls in the '80s were crazy. They were. They're not getting any better, man. I just came from one. Uh, <laughs> now here's a big news, and I have to admit I was wrong, Mike. I was horribly wrong. Uh, Marvel and Netflix have picked up The Punisher for its own series. Oh, uh, so why are you saying you're horribly wrong? Because I had a conversation Wednesday night with a, uh, a mutual friend. Um, do you know Pan Fox? Uh yeah, uh yeah, we used to uh we used to break back together in college. Exactly. Uh, he games with some friends down here, so I board game with them occasionally. Mm-hmm. But I had a conversation with them Wednesday about how the Punisher cannot hold his own series by himself, and Netflix and Marvel will never give him one. He'll always be an ancillary character. And oh, I was man. horribly and then wrong. This news comes out, and then you're just like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, like it was like the next day. I'm like, well. Shot myself will, in the foot a day early. I will I will back you up a little bit. When we were talking about Daredevil Season 2, I think we both kind of brought up this question in the spoiler cast where we thought, um, we both agreed that we definitely wanted to see more Burnthal as the Punisher, but I totally agree with you. I still think the Punisher on his own is not going to hold 13 episodes, which is why I think we talked a little bit where we think that Moon Knight might be kind of his uh, secondary character in the show, mm-hmm. or he's going to need some sort of secondary there. It can't just be like just the Punisher with just some like uh, C D list villains that he shoots up. You know, it's got to have a little bit more connection to the Greater Marvel Universe. And you know, we've seen the same way how Daredevil has brought in new characters. So well, I think Punisher could do that too. Exactly. Uh, Daredevil season one was good, but not great. Jessica Jones had Luke Cage to fall back on, um, and you know, Daredevil season two had Elektra and the Punisher so it was huge right um, they're they're bringing in more characters because they need them to flesh out 13 episodes I think the uh-huh. Punisher's subplots really helped out even though he didn't never use that minigun at the end you think they'll think they'll open this series up with him using the minigun like that would be <laughs> I would hope so I want to just see him wrecking some shit or, or maybe but, it, uh, it's the scene on the roof and hit the machine gun jammed as he meant to fire it at all the ninjas so he had to <laughs> change, change tactics 
Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I think the biggest thing that kind of pops up in my mind when I think about Punisher getting his own series, which is great. I mean, I'm not complaining in any way. But now I'm starting to think like, oh, maybe there's this whole other phase here that Netflix is thinking about where, hey, we might get some Moon Knight, maybe get Blade, uh, Ghost Rider possibly. And when I think about those characters, I almost think maybe it would be cool if we got like little mini seasons almost. Maybe like a mini season where like each – Uh, character has like maybe like four episodes or something like that just because I'm thinking in my head like I can't imagine uh, 13 episodes of Ghost Rider but I would love to see Ghost Rider so uh, like maybe if we could just get like four amazing Ghost Rider TV show episodes that would be way better than any movie they ever put out I don't know those are just kind of the things that are tumbling around in my head well you're not wrong and and simply because you know they can't do Ghost Rider because the effects would be too much for a TV show like this um uh, to turn into Ghost Rider and have the flames and the motorcycle. I mean, I agree with you. It should be smaller, but like 13 episodes of that would be so costly and so kind of not inside the Marvel Universe just yet. Maybe after Doctor Strange, we'll we'll, we'll think a little differently. So we'll mm-hmm. see if that comes in there. Blade would be really cool, um, but they'd have to somehow acknowledge that vampires exist. In, yeah, in that, that's one thing that I was thinking about too. It's just like we're just barely dipping our toe into magic in the movie universe, uh-huh. and we've and they they've hardly even acknowledged it even in season two of Daredevil. Like even um, even um, Matt Murdock doesn't a hundred percent really believe in the magic yet he's like he's suspicious so yeah going uh full throttle into like oh yeah there's also vampires and oh yeah there's also ghosts coming back from the dead uh type of deal uh yeah it might be a bit of yeah. a stretch but i'm on board so my my question to you is um since mm-hmm. we know john bernthal's return as the punisher and steve lightfoot the uh the showrunner for hannibal is a showrunner for this show right that sounds awesome Will mm-hmm. the Punisher actually be part of the Defenders, or do you think they'll push him back till after the Defenders and be part of a quote-unquote Phase 2 with Jessica Jones Season 2? I think the Phase 2 makes a little bit more sense to me, just because they're probably in the planning stages pretty heavily for the Defenders right now, and I think they want to concentrate just on the four characters that they want to deal with right now. I think kind of uh, uh, Chip and Punisher in there is just a little, maybe a little too much, because well, it's just like... No, I, I I totally agree with you. I think it's kind of like one of the, well, but I could also see it, whereas the Marvel movies, if we w- go back and look at Iron Man and the Hulk, they had planned out an entirely different movie, uh, Avengers movie, um, for that because you know what Iron Man says, I'm putting together the Avengers or kind of thing, like putting together a team, and they kind of changed the 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 thing where the Hulk was supposed to be the bad guy and like moved it to where he's kind of a good guy there in that movie. Uh, because of the the popularity of Loki, so I can see the popularity of the Punisher kind of maybe say, them saying, you know, let's go ahead and shove this Punisher show in, get it out of the way, and have him be part of the Defenders because we need someone with you know guns. Yeah, I I think if anything, the Punisher uh, announcement just brings up a lot of questions that will that will be waiting to get answers for because it makes me wonder like, oh, how does a season? Our phase two of the Netflix universe goes like is Daredevil gonna get a season three or is he just gonna be in the Defenders now like will Daredevil go the way of Iron Man sometime soon where he only shows up in big team ups we'll just have to wait and see but either way the announcement is crazy and probably probably I would say like maybe the biggest news of the week yeah I would say the biggest most unsuspecting news of the week uh, for Mm -hmm. me so I agree in that case let's get ready for the summer and let's talk about Civil War real quick yeah, so, baby. So Captain America Civil War PSA releases this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike, you'll probably be Thursday at, what, 7 or 8 your a- time? 
8 p.m. PST. So uh, I'll have to wait a little bit longer than the rest of the country. I will, I will not text you when I get out of my screening. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so far, the movie has made over $200 million internationally. Uh, mm-hmm. They say it's trekking to beat the first Avengers movie in monetary sales. That's bold, Cotton. That is very bold. But it's the last Captain America movie of the year. We can't hold anything back right now. So we, <laughs> we got to go with it. And um, lastly, I, 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 I sent you – a lot of people have seen this. I got some Civil War shirts this week. Uh-huh. And I kind of want to talk about it. I was going to have you ask me, but I want to talk about my rule for what I wear to movie screenings. Okay. I, you know what? I have to say this does pop up into my head every once in a while. Sometimes I don't always have a shirt that matches the movie. So, yeah, it sounds like you are really, really into what you're sporting when you walk into that theater. So, despite the fact I just purchased two Civil War shirts, I will not wear a t-shirt with the characters of the movie I'm about to watch in it whenever <laughs> I go to the theater. So, so why is that? Because it's much like a, a concert. When you go to see a band, you don't wear that band's T-shirt when you go there. You, uh, okay, you, I've, ne- you, I've never, I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's very popular. You know, I guess theory or practice is that when you go see a band, say you're out seeing Taylor Swift, you don't wear a Taylor Swift shirt to her concert. You would wear another maybe band shirt because everyone there likes Taylor Swift. So maybe if you run into somebody else who has this. A, interest in the artists you're wearing you can meet more people there and learn about more music oh, i see what you're saying okay i'm picking up what you're putting down this so, makes a lot of sense so despite the fact i ordered these civil war shirts and uh, wore one yesterday i will not be wearing one come thursday but i've been trying to rack my brain like i won't get a dc <laughs> shirt they don't make any x-men shirts uh fantastic four would be really awesome but that's a very hipster kind of route right now uh, so, so what do i wear and I spent a long time in the mall today looking at shirts, and I couldn't come to any conclusion yet. Oh, I think uh, I think you should go uh, Daredevil. Daredevil shirt. I do have a Daredevil shirt. That's true. I also thought about Thor or the Hulk, since mm-hmm. you know they're obviously not in the films. Um, or, or Deadpool, but I don't want to own Deadpool clothes. I'm sorry. I think I think Deadpool's a little oversaturated in the merchandising market. He even was before he had his own movie. Um, yeah. But I like that we got a little a glimpse into your brain on on when it comes wow. to what you're wearing in a movie. That's hilarious. Yeah. So if anyone you know <laughs> wants to show me some solidarity this weekend, you know, mm. it's always the first screening, second, and, and screenings beyond. I don't care because at that point, maybe it might be on a whim where I go see the the, the, the movie. So whatever I'm wearing is is the rule for that. So that's that's what I believe in. So <laughs> I know I know it's a little rough, but yeah, that's that's what it is. But that no, means that just means we're that much closer to summer, Mike, with with Civil yeah. War this week. So you ready to talk about the movies for 2016 summer? We're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break this up by month, just kind of give you guys a rundown. I guess say what we're looking forward to the most out of that month, and just uh, maybe at the end, maybe at the end we can get a little prediction here of this list of maybe what we think is gonna do the best and maybe what's gonna do the worst. Yeah, so we did a similar concept in episode 51, the 16 and 16. And eight, uh-huh. eight of those movies were actually on this list. Eight of the 16 movies. Uh, a couple of them have been scratched off the list, like Gambit was removed and so on and so forth. So this is a very updated uh-huh. list. And I'm not going to include the release dates here because I want to talk about the movies themselves rather than get caught up in the, the minute details of, gotcha. of what's going on. So first off, May. You know, we talked about this May. Captain America Civil War is this weekend. I'm really stoked for this. I, I can't see straight. Uh, there are <laughs> clips for this movie on torrent sites. Clips, not the full movie, where you can watch like, oh, want to see the big airport scene from the trailers? It's right here. No. You can watch the whole scene. I'm like, 
Don't click it, Chris. Yeah, Don't click and it. guess what? I'm I'm really hoping that no one out there is liking and favoriting and harding uh, Civil War or, or Marvel or anything Captain America related on Instagram because you don't want to go into your Instagram Discover section because that's just flooded with all types of stuff. And there's like screenshots. I even I follow this one a really really uh, popular and successful um, Spider-Man cosplayer. He actually gets really high quality, awesome costumes. And uh, uh, I guess Marvel sent him ex- an exclusive nine seconds of the movie that he was allowed to put up on his Instagram account. And he was at least he actually did the due diligence and he actually asked his followers if it if they wanted to see it or not. So I haven't ended up seeing it yet. So hopefully he's not posting it. But just a couple more days. But I think obviously this has to be the biggest movie of May that we're looking forward to. It definitely, definitely huge. Trying to avoid spoilers at all costs. Uh, I thankfully Tuesday during Shield. My power went out, so any <laughs> trailers or TV spots I had there, because I know there are tricky TV spots out there, uh, I didn't get to see them because I watched on Hulu, and Hulu doesn't have those spots, so thank uh-huh. thank God for Hulu for once. Um, beyond that, the next film is the Angry Birds movie, and we've talked about this a little bit um, before when it was announced and kind of what it looks like. I could use a, a, a relaxing cartoon that's family-friendly, and I would like to watch the Angry Birds movie, Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that you said that. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to it. I can't imagine I'm going to see this in theaters unless I hear overwhelmingly positive reviews. But um, I don't know. I imagine I'm, I'm seeing this on Netflix maybe in 2017 as a little tile with like three stars. I, I like the games. Do you play the games? I haven't played yeah, they, recently, I mean, but I like them. Yeah, I mean, they're fun. I mean, they made a good game, and I I'm, I applaud them for making a, an intellectual property that can be adapted into a movie. Uh, but, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the voice cast behind it really gets me, and I like the the, the bomb bird, the, 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 the black bird that blows up. He, he's entertaining, so uh, we'll see more about it. I don't know. My my uh, fiancé uses angry the Star Wars Angry Birds in her classroom, Uh for, for decorations and stuff like that for the kids, and they really like that. So, I don't know. might be something that we can get down on here. However, uh, another movie I, I think is funny, and I might probably won't make a lot of money, might go into the radar, is The Nice Guys. Yeah, that looks really awesome from the same director that did Iron Man 3, Shane Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Russell Crowe. Um, what's the other kids? What's the other guy's name? The Ryan Gosling? Um, Ryan Gosling, that's mm-hmm. right. How can you forget that pretty face? Uh, but that looks great. I think it's going to have an awesome soundtrack attached to it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a breakout uh, international superstar blockbuster summer extravaganza, but I think it'll be fun. Uh, so I want to see that one. So for me, Shane Black isn't – I don't think of him uh, as the director of Iron Man 3, but uh, the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is one of the first Robert Downey Jr. properties mm-hmm. after – you know, or before Iron Man, I suppose – and um, he, he did really great. I think it was an R-rated film as well, much like The Nice Guys. Um, and I'm really looking forward to maybe seeing him get back to that. Like, this is about an investigation on the disappearance of a girl and the death of a porn star. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is very much the same way. And I really, really like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like, it's a top-shelf movie for me. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping The Nice Guys can kind of capture that from Shane Black and maybe... Maybe uh, give me a, like a little, a little I guess, an underdog movie this summer that I can root for and, and uh-huh. watch out for. Because the rest of these are kind of big names. Uh, that's like, I think, the smallest movie on this list to me. Um, but, oh well. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the next one might be a big name too, but I don't think the naming is going to help it 
in yeah. our mind. So Alice Through the Looking Glass is the sequel to the 2010 Alice in Wonderland movie that made a lot of money because I guess it was in 3D. Um, this is not directed by Tim Burton, though, despite a lot of the same cast and his his cronies coming back for this movie, if you will. But I've seen a lot of pop vinyls for uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass, and they actually give the characters names, which is really freaking me out. Um, like okay. <laughs> the Cheshire cat, his name was Chesser. And I'm okay. like, what? And then today I saw that the Red Queen had a name and I couldn't tell you what it was to save my life. It was like Grimace or something like along those lines. It was really weird. I'm like, why, why, why butcher this property? Like, just, just let it yeah. go. No one was asking for a sequel. Just let the, the, the original moneymaker sit and, and don't, don't do this to yeah. us guys. I, I think it's safe to say that's only going to pop up on our radar, on our show again, unless we're talking about how bad it did. <laughs> yes. So the reason I include this is because Mike is has apparently, according to a lot of people, been very wrong about The Jungle Book. And <laughs> um, Disney doesn't tend to make horrible movies. Like Tomorrowland, I guess, was the last bad movie from Disney I saw that was live action CG. So maybe this is going to be good and blow our minds, and we, we're just, like, really being Debbie Downers on it. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, just when it comes to Disney, I mean, just straight-up Disney, I'm not saying Star Wars or Marvel. They're under the same umbrella, but I'm just saying straight-up the Disney logo in front of the movie attached to it, it. It's hit and miss when it comes to live action, so that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, totally agree. And lastly, to wrap up the month of May is the first topic we talked about today, X-Men Apocalypse Mike. How... On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for this? That's what I want to know. Uh, I think it's safe to say 7. seven. Um, like you said, I think the best indication is we haven't run out and tried to get our tickets pre, pre-sale. pre uh, But, I mean, that's only two movies in the month of May that we're going to be doing spoiler casts on. The other ones, we might uh, we might give you a little uh, uh, first impression, initial impression, like in the show. But Captain America, a spoiler cast coming next week. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, I probably towards uh, middle end of the month. I don't remember the it's, date. It's but- May 27th, so it'll probably be June, first week, first weekend of June before that comes up. Yeah, but I mean the first weekend of June, something I'm really looking forward to, and I'm going to convince you to do a spoiler cast on okay. it. Okay. Well, if, okay, so we're going to switch up and talk to June. May, a lot of those movies, again, Captain America, Civil War, and X-Men Apocalypse, I'm going to see Day Of, the other three, maybe $5 movie nights later on. Nothing I'm running out to see right away. Uh, but June, uh-huh. Mike, what movie do you want me to see? Man, we are going to see TMNT 2 out of the shadows, and we're going to spoiler cast the heck out of it. I think this movie looks super fun. I want to go into a movie that I don't have to stress out about the future of the franchise. I just want to go have a little bit of fun, laugh at some of the jokes. Uh, maybe the action's going to be really, really cool, too. Uh, but, yeah, I want to see TMNT 2, and you said if I can convince you to go see it, maybe we'll be able to do a spoiler cast on it. Yes, yeah, so if, if we watch a movie and we both, you know, unanimously agree, but there's only two of us, so it really doesn't take a lot. Or maybe maybe our audience, if you guys want us to spoiler cast a certain movie we both saw, you tell us, and we'll consider it. But I will give you TMNT 2 Out of the Shadows under, under one thing that you think about. You consider this, Mike. We okay. do a movie night with the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Like the classic one with the, with like no, the no, costume suits? The prequel to this one. Okay. <laughs> we might have to do that. You, me, and Quentin. That's what I'm calling it right now. We, we, you consider it. Just consider it. I'll, All right. I'll we'll, probably we'll, watch we'll TMNT. We'll see if we can too. work something out. I watched All the right. cartoon TMNT, so I, I, I guess I can see this one. I won't, I won't complain about it. But here's another movie. Maybe this one's lower on your radar. Have you heard of Pop Star? Never Stop Stopping, Mike. No, I haven't even heard of it. What is this? This is like the Lonely Island team doing their movie. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. And um, I would not normally put this on the list. However, a uh, guy I went to college with, uh, Brad Oman, he's a reviewer slash writer for Slash Film. And Mm -hmm. he got to see Civil War early, and he's really into superheroes and stuff. Thought this movie, saw it last night, or a couple days ago, and thought it was one of the funniest movies of the year. And the jokes per capita, he said in this, are probably higher than many other films we'll ever see. Yeah, well, I mean, I love Andy Sandberg. I love The Lonely Island. I actually really like Judd Apatow. Some people have a stick up their butt about him, but I actually really like his work. Uh, me and my wife are in love with Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. That has a lot of Andy Sandberg DNA in it. So I, I ha- I'm guessing there hasn't been any trailers out yet, I would assume. I have seen uh, I, I have seen one trailer somewhere that, that kind of put this on my radar. But, however, they did the movie Hot Rod. And I love mm-hmm. the movie Hot Rod. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a sleeper. Some people really like that movie. Yeah, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it didn't it didn't go anywhere. But that's one of those like once it hit movie, everyone kind of liked it. So I'm really excited to see Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Maybe maybe a matinee, or a five dollar Tuesday or something. But I, I really want to see mm-hmm. that before all the jokes are ruined uh, in in trailers <laughs> and TV spots. So uh-huh. that's it for me. We're gonna move on to Warcraft, Mike. Are you gonna see it or not? Uh, I'm probably not going to see it. You are killing uh, I, the video game movie industry. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I've, I, I've not been a player of the game, so I'm not really attached to the, um, I'm not really attached to the license here. Uh, it, the, the trailers, uh, don't really have much of a soul in them. They don't have much, uh, excitement going on. It just seems like a CG, uh, <laughs> splatter all over the screen, uh, if it if it ends up getting some good buzz, I'll consider it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'll wait uh, patiently for Assassin's Creed. Get me some Michael Fassbender towards uh, I think November. Yeah, so his I think his is Decemberish, um, maybe. But yeah, so Warcraft, like we talked about, this being the year of the video game movies, and Mike's not even mm-hmm. has any faith in this one. But I think this might be more towards a, a crowd that we're not. I don't play World of Warcraft. I don't get into that lore mythology, which may be huge and and bountiful and awesome but um to me the the main actor i think he's in vikings the tv show vikings and the cgi orcs just look really weird so this might be one of those turtles movies where i i catch much later um because i'm just not interested in it this summer yet but again if there's enough buzz around it you maybe we'll go check it out yeah i mean i don't know enough about the creatures in the movie but they had a newer trailer that came out that had kind of this half orc half-human female creature that looked really bizarre because it it looked like it was a human actor with maybe some props and cg attached to the person it just looked bizarre i don't know this movie just seems very very strange uh we're just gonna have to i'm just gonna have to wait and see it okay cool now um another movie did you ever see the first now you see me film yes i did actually did you like it it was a. I think it was worth the the red box that I rented it from. Okay. But I don't think it's worth uh, any paper movie ticket. So for me, now you see me too. I think upset because this is kind of me. It's like maybe a, a modern, uh, uh, was it um, Ocean's Eleven kind of film, but with magic, uh-huh. and uh-huh. they're taken to the next level. They've got uh, you know Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Ruffalo, Woody Harrelson, and Daniel Radcliffe is joining this one. Uh, it looks interesting, and and hopefully they can kind of keep that Ocean's Eleven vibe going in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Make it Ocean's Twelve, but not clearly Ocean's Twelve because that movie wasn't that good. Um, but you know, Morgan Freeman, you know, he's not in very many movies right now by himself. We just hear his voice, so let's hopefully we can go 
go see some Now You See Me 2 and, and be entertained, at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of the heist movie, so this is a heist movie, so bring it on. Yes, heist. Heist. Take Mike's money. Heist him. Heist him right there. <laughs> um, Finding Dory, uh, the sequel to Finding Nemo, another Pixar film uh, coming out this year. Are you interested in Finding Dory, Mike? Uh, the trailers do not get, get catch me at all, but I really like the original Finding Nemo, so yeah, I, I'm probably going to be seeing this one, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a Cars 2, if that's what you're asking. Okay, but, uh, so, so you don't like Cars 2, but, but <laughs> I'm you, not, you probably think Finding Dory's a little higher. Yeah, I'm not hyped for Finding Dory, but I will watch Finding Dory. Okay, alright. I, I, my, my fiancé is a huge Disney slash Pixar fan. Um, however, we did skip the last one, the Good Dinosaur from last year. We did skip it, but we uh, it was that was a good idea. <laughs> uh, we did really enjoy Inside Out. I think Inside Out yes. was a great animated film from last year, um, and there are there are good ones. Monsters Monsters Inc is one of my favorites. Uh, a lot of people are excited for The Incredibles two and Toy Story four, and you know there's Cars three coming out in 2017. Mike, I know you're really really craving Cars three right now, <laughs> but Finding Dory is one of those things where, like. You know, like, no one was really asking for a sequel, so maybe they had a good idea to go with it. Like, it might be might be built behind good ideas rather than monetary reasons of doing sequels. We can we can only hope. Yeah, I, we, that's all we got, Mike. All we have is hope. Well, let's, let's give them some hope for, for Finding Dory in, in June. <laughs> and lastly, to wrap up, June is technically a movie based on the 4th of July, Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, I think we, we talked about a little bit about this one uh, last week because we got another trailer for it. Uh, so I think we're cautious, cautiously optimistic about the summer popcorn fun of this movie. That might be a safe way to put it. Uh huh. That would be a very, uh, very safe way to put it, yes. Yeah, but when it comes to June, when it comes to spoiler cast and our show, uh, hopefully TMNT 2 at the beginning of the month. Uh, or actually, I'm just saying beginning of the month just because that's how we lifted it out. But uh, Turtles and Independence Day, I think you can trust that we'll be talking about that on the show. I do. I, if anything, if anything, a surprise spoiler cast from us would be Independence Day Resurgence. Simply because mm-hmm. you're, you're a big Jeff Goldblum fan. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got uh, Thor's brother, Liam Hemsworth, in it. So, I mean, that's related enough. I don't know. It, we may either talk about how good it is or how awful it is, or maybe we can eat some popcorn while we talk about the movie. Either way, <laughs> yeah. we might have a good time with that one. Yeah. Just turn our brains off and go. Uh, in that case, let's switch on to July. July is the big month, I think. I think July is sometimes considered the biggest month of the summer, uh, yeah, other than that first heat. weekend in May. Yeah. I think about heat and humidity in July. It's all about that first week, though. Once you start to get towards the end of July, you start to get some of these movies that maybe they're just like, oh, we're not too sure, but it's got to be in the summer. It can't be late summer. It's it's a weird battleground towards the end of that month. So let's start with the beginning of this month, which actually sits out pretty weird. Um, the BFG by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Are you interested in that at all? Did you follow the story growing up? I mean, I kind of understand the concept of what it's around. Um, I, I, I mean, who, who can say no to a Steven Spielberg movie? I can. I mean, <laughs> okay, but I, I think I'll, I think I'm gonna have to check it out. So I can't. I mean, short of again, my fiance asking me to go, the BFG doesn't reach me, and Steven Spielberg hasn't been on his game in a very, very long time. Uh, I mean, he did do the last Indiana Jones movie, Mike, let's not forget that. Um, and I just can't, know, it looks too CG. It looks too fantasy, not enough real movie behind it. And that, that bothers me with the BFG. So I probably will sit that one out, but 
you know, maybe I'll get dragged along to it at some point in time. And mm-hmm. that brings us to this next movie that is also early in the month, The Legend of Tarzan. I had skipped I all the trailers for this. And then I saw one, and I'm like, "This is not the movie I thought they were doing." Uh-huh. I didn't. I forgot this movie was coming out. To be honest, um, so it's the story of Tarzan returning back to the jungle after being civilized for, you know, I guess several years or what, however long mm-hmm. it is. And uh, they've got still. This is kind of. I to me, this might be a poor man's Jungle Book <laughs> because <laughs> the Jungle Book's about the kid in the jungle, and this is about an adult going back to the jungle and fighting with. You know, all sorts of jungle creatures. And Christoph Waltz is in it, and that's really my big draw here. Uh, I, th- yeah, I think he I mean, plays I, a pretty good villain. I mean, I like the idea that it's not necessarily an origin story, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be uh, uh, lining up for this one. Yeah, well, uh, it's hard to line up for any movies after after Marvel does anything. You know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that case, I guess we'll I'll talk about The Secret Life of Pets simply because the trailer... Well, quite... Quite a transition there. Right, uh, it really was. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Secret Life of Pets. So I put this on here because of the trailer. Uh, the trailer includes mm. a system of the down song called Pogo. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nobody else knows that song, uh, but they use it in the Secret Life of Pets. This could be entertaining. I like I like pets. I, I like my, my cats. Dogs yeah. are entertaining. So I kind of want to see it's, where this goes. It, yeah, it's from the Despicable Me Minions studio, I believe, right? Uh, that is a good question. I'll check that. I, out. I I think it is. Let's just go ahead and say it is. And if anybody comes and complains, uh, oh, big deal. But yeah, it does look kind of fun. It's got a uh, Louis C.K. in there. I think he's the main dog, the main pet. So I think this could be fun. I think it, I I think I might check it out. But yeah. I mean, I w- I really wanted to check out Zootopia, but I have not not gotten around to that yet either. There's so much shit to watch, man. <laughs> There's a lot. Secret Life of Pets. The trailer got me. Uh, I mean, I don't like. Kevin Hart, but like maybe his voice could do it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe maybe his voice. I don't know. The trailer got me, and that's really I'm like, okay, I'll watch this. I'll probably watch it uh, with, with some people around here on our like our free time. And that brings us to the last three movies of July. This first one has been rated the most hated trailer on YouTube ever. Yes, Ghostbusters. Contentious. Okay, I I I just want to take a little time here because my broccoli has been a little steamed oh, with some oh. stuff around this movie, and I don't I don't want to take up too much time because we do have more stuff that I want to talk about here in the show. But I I my voice needs to be heard since I have a platform. Okay, you are allowed to not like this movie because you don't think it should be remade. You're allowed to not like the movie because you think the trailer looks unfunny. You're even allowed to not like the movie because you think Leslie Jones is playing a very stereotypical uh, black character and they should be doing something a little bit more creative. You're not allowed to like this movie because they made the cast all women. That drives me crazy. Like it, People out there think that a movie can't be funny because the cast is, are all female characters. Like someone even tried to say, I saw online, that like, oh, the original cast, they were all guys and they were all, they were all losers and no one liked them and they're all on the fringes of society. And it's just like, what do you think these women are in the trailer? I mean, they don't look like supermodels or anything. They they're basically look all very stripped down and just very kind of like basic <laughs> human beings that are just living their day-to-day lives. I mean, judge the movie based on those merits. It doesn't matter if they're women or or men. I mean, it, it drives me crazy how people can flip flop so much just because I believe when the the spark 
of the original idea of bringing the Ghostbusters back came out maybe two, three years ago. Uh, people were just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then I think Bill Murray spoke up and said, hey, I'd like to see this movie with an all-female cast. And everybody started freaking out. Oh, that'd be awesome. They are doing fan castings and putting up who they think should be in the movie. And then they're all on board for it. But then the trailer comes out, and it's not cut well, and it's not funny. And then they think it's because of the women in the trailer. I think that's just really, really shitty. So just don't blame it on the fact that they're women. It shouldn't matter. But that's what's really bugging me. I still think the movie might be bad, but not because of that. Well, if the movie's bad, who are you going to call, Mike? <laughs> I'm going to call the next movie, which is Star Trek Beyond, and maybe that's that true. can help me well, out. Well, before we, before we get off <laughs> Ghostbusters, I just want to say I don't care about Ghostbusters either way. Not uh-huh. does not bother me that they redid it with the female cast. Does not bother me that they redid it. They didn't need to redo it. I don't care enough about the first ones, but I will probably go watch it in spite of everyone who's hating on it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm spite. Gonna, I'm gonna hips. I'm gonna I'm gonna hate watch that movie so hard you won't even know what happened. Yeah, they're gonna find a whole new demographic in summer movies. Yeah, we're gonna make a, the most. We're gonna make the most dislike trailer next year and get those spite tickets. Yes, right. Oh, they're gonna sell all those hate tickets. Oh man. <laughs> But yes, you're right. Star Trek Beyond is after that. I will watch it because I have seen the other Star Trek movies. No, I didn't see the the, the, the first one in theaters, actually. But I really enjoyed the remake, um, the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. The second one I did not care for as much. So hopefully this third one with a new director and um, looks like you know some new villains. Idris Elba. Uh, I, I'm really excited to watch this one. But I can't say it's on my, like, I need to buy my tickets now list. <laughs> much like yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about maybe a second trailer here in a week or two. So we'll, we'll update everybody once we see that trailer. Yeah, definitely. We'll let you know. And lastly, to wrap it up, is probably my biggest movie of July, Jason yeah, Bourne. This is your, yeah, this is your big bad boy here. Uh, I, I, I want to see it. I'm cautiously optimistic uh, just because I'm curious if they can kind of bring Jason Bourne back. I thought the original trilogy was just, I'm doing the motion right now where a chef tastes his sauce and goes, mwah. So that's what I'm doing right now, if you can imagine it. Those first three movies were, mwah. I didn't see the fourth one just because it it didn't seem to be very good. I didn't want to muddle my view of the trilogy. So I'm hoping it brings me back to the first three. So here's, here's my, my, my only complaint with the Jason Bourne movies. In my mind, they all run together. I don't know mm-hmm. where one ends and the other begins. Like... The only thing mm-hmm. I remember in the first one is he rolls up the newspaper and he does that thing with the pencil and on that guy, and uh, he shoots Clive Owen in the armor leg or something. Um, beyond that, I kind of get confused, but I really enjoy them. The fourth one with Jeremy Renner is more of a Hawkeye origin film to me than a, an actual <laughs> Bourne film. So, regardless, I'm glad to see Bourne back to some roots and get some more mystery and, and political thriller going on here yeah. because it, but- it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I think out of the month of July, I, I think it's safe to say we're going to do a spoiler cast on Born. But I think it'll be kind of like a almost like a, a, a lady's choice a little bit when it comes to July. Uh, you know, we're not too sure what we're going to do. So if you guys out there want to see us talk about something specifically, let us know. I'm on yeah. the fence about Ghostbusters maybe. Uh, Star Trek Beyond might be a little too fizzling out, but we'll see. Yeah, I, if anything, I mean, maybe we could do a spoiler cast of all three movies. Like oh, yeah. where, where we do short spoilers on all three rather than try to drag out a whole episode per movie. Yeah, maybe we'll do a spoiler cast just for July or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a, a July grab bag. That that's that sounds good <laughs> to me. Man, you can just pick up these catchy titles right off the top of your head. I I'm, I'm always on. You never turn it off, man. Never turn it. Off. <laughs> and that brings into August, which has three movies. Um, 
<laughs> this probably the this is a mixed bag of films if I've ever seen one for 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 July, yeah. for August. But it's that first off Suicide Squad. Yes, I mean I think that's the that's kind of the quintessential way to kind of wrap up the summer. This is our last month here. This is <laughs> this is DC's kind of last chance to really prove to say we can really make a whole universe here. So I really hope they give us something good here at the end of the summer. I don't care if they make a whole universe. Just give me a good movie. But I, <laughs> I, I don't like like I didn't I can't go back and hate watch Batman because I I don't like it that much. Like it be, it move I beyond hate watching Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Like I escalated to the next level. Uh, but Suicide Squad still has me hooked. I'm really, I really want to see what's going on here, uh, mostly because I don't know where the Enchantress is, and like a lot of people talk to me about my theories on the Enchantress, and I'm like, I don't know where she is. I need to watch this movie to find out what's going on with her because mm. that's that's I got I got to have answers, man. I got to have answers. <laughs> and that brings us to this next movie, which I have no answer for or no reason like why this was made or what happened, but it's a movie called Sausage Party. No, man, I want to see Sausage Party. I don't care what your opinions are. I don't know what you're about to launch into with Sausage Party. But I think this looks hilarious. No, that's what it is. It's it's a movie, <laughs> like, it's an R-rated cartoon film based yeah. on, like, anthropomorphic food, which, you know, when looked at from a human's point of view, isn't real. But, like, I don't know what to think of this movie is a problem. Like, who... Who got high enough to make this movie, Mike? <laughs> Seth Rogen did. <laughs> and, like, it's R-rated, too. And it's very, very innuendo, very, very suggestive, very, very violent. Yeah. The and plot I'll- is hilarious. I love the idea. The whole the whole point is here, food at the grocery store believes that their purpose in life is to be chosen to go home and be eaten. Uh, but then they find out that being eating, that being eaten is absolutely horrifying, and all they want to do is escape once they make it back to these people's houses. And I think that's hilarious. It's this weird point in time where computer animation uh, on the movie scene has gotten affordable enough to where it can be attached to R-rated comedies now. I'm not saying this movie has no chance of making money, but like Pixar movies for the longest time have cost a lot, a lot of money and a lot of resources and a lot of rendering time to make those movies. But now we can finally adapt that cheaper and more affordable technology to hot dogs getting high. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting, and we'll probably both watch it and laugh about it later. Lastly, mm-hmm. to wrap up August is a live-action Disney movie translation yet again. With Pete's Dragon. I, I don't know what this is. I'm not familiar with Pete's Dragon. Is this like a Disney movie yeah. that, I just, that just totally went over my head when I was a little kid? Or so, so Pete's Dragon, the original one, um, is a cartoon live-action film, I believe, uh, where a boy thinks that he, like, in his imagination, he sees a, like, uh, I guess a dragon? Like, it's a very cartoony dragon, very goofy-looking cartoon dragon. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain because, like, it's it's this kid is his only friend is the dragon, um, mm-hmm. and this new one, like the dragon's really goofy, very Disney animated. But this new one, the dragon looks really, really weird and like fuzzy, like a <laughs> dog dragon. Have you seen it? Like, uh, I mean, I, I I just Google searched for the sake of the show so I could kind of be up on it. The Peach Dragon uh, looks familiar. I never saw it, but then I did see that screenshot there briefly of that CG dragon that looked very odd and bizarre. And you said this was Disney, right? Yeah, Disney's live action adaptation. So there you go, there you go, live action Disney. You don't know what you're gonna get. So I'm sticking with my theory of just like, uh, there's probably a coin flip chance that this might be good. 
Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is because of if you Googled it, you see the, obviously the green dragon with the pink hair and that, uh-huh. that goofy looking on his face. You know, he looks charming and has a good time. This CGI fuzzy dragon looks like a dog that was spray painted green <laughs> and taped some cardboard yeah. on him for wings. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's not normal, but Disney's going to, I guess, end the summer because that's all they got for him. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's August for you. You're definitely going to hear about Suicide Squad from us. Uh, this whole summer is packed with some craziness. I think it's obvious that Civil War is our biggest, probably our biggest movie of the summer. And right? it That's is safe. only five sleeps away, right? No, wait. Sunday yeah. night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. <laughs> nope, four sleeps. We are four sleeps away before Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm so ready. I'm so ready for my sleeps, man. That's that's what gets me going by. So, um, yes, that's our movies for the summer. Let's check in. We got some news in this show. Let's get through this news real yes. quick. Yes, let's get to the news. Our summer preview is now concluded. Let's wrap up and get to the rest of this news. Arguably, one of the other bigger points of news this week is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And uh-huh. the only reason I say this is because um, Nathan Fillion has been cast as a role in the film as a character known as Simon Williams. Yes, not just a voice like he was in the first movie. Yes, so um, as you can tell from our title called Wonder Men, he plays a role called Wonder Man. And for the uh-huh. longest time, not until this week, did I ever think that this is could be Wonder Woman if it was just a man, but that's totally not how it works. Uh, his, <laughs> um, in some screenshots taken on a town, I believe in Missouri, Nathan Fillion is a movie actor in the Marvel Universe where he uh-huh. is playing roles based like on movies based on roles kind of like we have in our world like there's a tony stark poster in the the vein of steve jobs um uh-huh. archon is actually a a comic book character going on right now in a series called weird world um so that's really cool to see him uh and there's a simon williams film festival apparently they're filming this right now this is probably i believe the uh, flashback for guardians of the galaxy 2 whenever Star-Lord's dad is there on Earth, and, you know, he's kind of getting lucky in the movie theater, apparently. Wink, wink. (laughs) So, long story short, I don't think... I don't think Nathan Fillion is his dad, um, but the biggest poster I think that he's on is Toxic Janitor 2, which is a Toxic Avenger. Uh, Nah. Uh Which, Toxic Avenger is a trauma property, which is where James Gunn started, so it all comes full circle. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff here because, I mean, how is this a flashback to his dad when you were seeing a Tony Stark movie poster? I don't really understand what's going on there. Yeah, and that's that's the weird part because they have said Earth is not has been reported to not be a part of like the film's major plot. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the Guardians are not coming to Earth in that movie. Now, again, the Tony Stark thing that's a that's a great that's a great question. Maybe it's about his younger life. I, maybe I, I, maybe. Maybe they're just trying to throw us off. They know how the internet likes to get the deets early before they should, so maybe this is a misdirection. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if maybe Star-Lord does set foot on planet Earth maybe at the end of the movie. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd definitely be interesting. So we'll see uh, how this film festival thing plays off in the film. Also, another set photo has shown off a character who looks like Taserface. We last reported this incorrectly. Someone typed out as Sarface, but it is more correctly a uh, cosmic villain known as Taserface. Uh, he's all purple uh-huh. and has a mohawk, so I think he's a Ravager. And lastly, <laughs> it's been confirmed the Collector will return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but not in Volume 2. Okay. So he's not done yet. We have not seen the last of him drinking with Howard the Duck. 
So, <laughs> awesome. Knock on wood. How about some Spider-Man news? You like Spider-Man, Mike? Ooh, you know I love me some Spider-Man. Oh, buddy. How about this? Marvel has complete creative control over Spider-Man movies. Ooh, that's what I like to hear. So this is kind of like joint custody where one parent obviously is pulling all the weight, and I'm glad that's a Marvel Studios. Uh, Sony is basically just sitting back and cashing checks. And I'm fine with that because Marvel's just like, man, we can make so much money off of Spider-Man. We don't even care if we have to share some of it. So uh, that's awesome, awesome news. Yes, great. I'm glad to hear it. Lastly, the toys for Spider-Man are starting to arrive on shelves. Um, There is a Civil War 8-pack that has the new Spider-Man in it. So Uh um, just keep your eyes out. If you're looking to get some of that new Spider-Man costume stuff on your shelf, let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what we can find for you. I'm also maybe hoping a pop vinyl comes out. Wink, wink, since I have a problem. Everyone knows <laughs> yes, I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking more. I'm looking at the pop vinyls as I say that. So, yes, yes, I do have a problem. <laughs> and they're looking back at you. <laughs> oh, they are. I don't have any Spider-Man ones, actually, so that would be a good, good one to add there. Uh-huh. Thor Ragnarok is late next year, but still a Marvel film on the way. Um Nick Fury is not in the movie, uh, as some people had rumored, uh, but Loki is more likely to be in that movie and beyond in the Marvel Universe, according yeah, to some I think, statements. Yeah, I think that that <laughs> that made sense. We obviously we have to see Loki at Ragnarok. So yes, so that's that's kind of where that was from. Uh, so I I, I mean I want to see more Loki. Loki's going to be awesome. I hope he shows up in Infinity War. I mean he technically is a. Uh, um, a general of Thanos, I guess, if you would, if you want to use a term. He is a pawn of Thanos, so uh-huh. Thanos might use him as, you know, a, a secondary person to maybe cause a distraction while he gets into all the other troubles or whatever. I don't know. He has to get that cosmic cube back somehow. That's for sure. Um, Fox Studios, in a disappointing announcement, has removed themselves from San Diego Comic-Con um, because of the movie leaks. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's what I've been hearing too. But at the same time, it's like how much would they even have to show? I mean their X-Men movie, their big tentpole is already going to be out. Like I don't think that they're going to have any Deadpool to show. Well, Wolver- I mean, Wolverine 3. Yeah, but I, I mean the, there's just not much there. I, fe- I feel like they're just like let's not go to the trouble since we don't really have that much to talk about. Unless there's other Fox properties. I mean well, I guess they could Assassin- talk about this, Kingsman. This means no Assassin's Creed as well. Yeah, and they could talk about Kingsman too. I guess just when we think about Fox and we think about Comic Con, we think about X Men. Um, But I I guess studios now are just like we don't need giant conventions to get our stuff out there. Uh, We can't keep it secret anyway, so we might as well just control it from beginning to end. It's a little bit of a bummer, just because I like it when these big studios really bring this big force down to San Diego Comic Con just to make this big crazy buzz about it. But at the same time, I was never getting in those like 24-hour long lines just to get into these uh, halls anyway, Um, just because I knew I could see this stuff online just moments after the hall exited. Um, but I hope this isn't a trend. I like it when the big news comes. Um, but well, uh, I don't know. I'm going to Comic-Con this year, so I'll, I'll report back and I'll let well, you know if the vibe is any different. If it's because everything's getting leaked, I mean, that's a that's a very, very weak statement. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we're sorry people are hyped for your film, like that they want to watch <laughs> all this stuff and learn more about it. Like, yeah. oh, why don't you just be a man, like man up, Fox, and... Yeah. The, okay. My little my broccoli's getting a little steamed here. Uh, <laughs> release the trailer to the public a little bit afterwards. Like, I mean, you're gonna reduce lines because people aren't getting in all the all the like people are still gonna line up and go to your hall. They want to meet the actors. Uh-huh. They want to have the Q and As. 
but like release the footage like just do it like dc finally did and sucked up and did like release the day of and like make everyone a part of it and everyone's hyped and everyone's gonna have a good time and mm-hmm. ah, shut up fox you're stupid Go home. <laughs> Go home. You're not drunk. Well, they, You're not cool. They are They are going home is what it sounds like. Yeah, they're not even going. Marvel's not going either, but they weren't last year. They they do their own Disney thing. So we'll see mm-hmm. what Marvel does this year and a little closer to, to time. So if anyone's going to San Diego for these big Hall H things, sorry, dude. I'll take your ticket. Like, give it to me. I'll <laughs> go. Uh, Justice League is on the horizon. Another DC property that uh, we're, we're, we're watching. Commissioner Gordon's part is very small, played by J.K. Simmons. He confirmed that. Mm-hmm. So we won't get J. Jonah Jameson-esque you know, performances out of him. And also, mm-hmm. Alfred will return, played by the same actor. All right. I mean, I don't have much to say about Justice League yet. Uh, I need I need something to get me a little bit more excited. That's what Batman vs. Seuss was supposed to do. So uh, I guess I just have to wait around for some footage or trailer. I don't know. Maybe Wonder Woman and, and Suicide Squad will change my mind. Wonder Woman's and Suicide Squad? Or Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad? And. and. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Well, how about Batman? You like Batman? We'll talk about a Batman movie. Solo Batman, Batman is pretty movie. sweet. Okay. The, tell, tell, me about, tell me about Batman. The rumor right now is it will not adapt the Red Hood storyline like we predicted, but instead we'll mm-hmm. have lots of other Bat villains appearing in it. Like, lots of them. All right. So, so it's just going to be a, a gallery of villains to fight. I think it's... I mean... Call it Suicide Squad 2 Batman. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> Again, that's where I said, like, there's a lot of Batman villains in there, so maybe, you know, we'll see some of those in, in it. I mean, I think I think Red Hood obviously makes sense at some point in time. I mean, we've already established that uh, you know we we have a a KIA Robin out there, so it makes sense to bring in the Red Hood. So I think I think it's still on the table because it's obviously just a rumor, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yes. However, now we're going to deal in facts. The fact is, Seth Graham Smith has left the Flash movie over creative differences. Oh, oh, that gives me a little gambit feeling there. Uh Uh-huh, you want to know what else is not going to help? Because Aquaman, the rumor is James Wan is leaving the movie as well. Oh, no. The ship is is sinking, boys. Get out now. This this is a mass exodus. This is not, this is, this is just not good. This is not good. Uh, Oh, man, I wasn't expecting to see that, man. That's that's bad. Okay, yeah. So the Flash, Seth Graham Smith leaving over creative differences, fine. It happens, right? People move on. That's that's yeah. to be expected in the film industry. Yeah, I mean, it happened with it happened with Ant Man, and we still got a good Ant Man. Yes, and it also happened with Thor Ragnarok, and um, that lady went on to do Wonder Woman, I think. So, um, however, James Wan leaving is more of his trepidation to take on the the project. Um, again, Aquaman is going to be a hard property to sell. And he really doesn't need it. He's got other movies he's doing, like smaller films that he does well in and, you know, have more excited for. So I just don't think he wants to kind of be – I think he wants to stay small and not, not take on the, the Aquaman mantle. Uh-huh. I don't know. Either way, two in, two in one announcement doesn't give me any faith in one week. Uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, the faith. Faith is a word that is uh, something that you can be tied to the DC universe, and it will be tested, or, or the lack thereof from us. To be honest, yeah. So, I mean, people are gonna, faith is being tested. You're gonna hate us for a second, but that's fine. However, in good news, the rumor is for the Green Lantern Corps, George Miller might direct the film. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes, uh, that's good news. That's good news. It, it is. Uh, if if it comes true, he he was originally going to do a Justice League film in the early 2000s. Um, and he had that, that almost came to fruition. However, uh, 
he's recently done Mad Max Fury Road. A lot of people love it. So if he does Green Lantern Corps and he can start working on it now, by the time the movie comes out, we might have a pretty good movie. Um, oh, let's do it. But I think it was the last Green Lantern movie um, that had uh, the director Martin. I can't think of his name. His older director. Um, man, I feel horrible. Uh, I'm looking up right now. Uh, bear with me, folks. Is Martin Campbell did the first Green Lantern film? He's he's a I think he's an older director. He's known for Goldeneye, Casino Royale, uh, and mm-hmm. it didn't really work out too well for him. And both of those are pretty good films. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how this plays out. So cross our fingers. Mm-hmm. And this is for Mike. This is Mike's big news mm-hmm. of the week. Big Ghostbusters. News. All right, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Ecto Cooler's coming back this month. Oh man, I can. I'm putting the vibes out there because this is not. You're not the first person that has told me this is coming back. I guess when that news dropped, everyone instantly thought about me. Oh man, high C ecto cooler, delicious tangerine flavor that just happens to be green. I'm so excited it's coming back. I think uh, high C knows that we want the exact same flavor, so I'm sure they're un, they're opening that vault and giving it back to us. I'm gonna be buying lots of it, <laughs> lots of it, and I'm gonna. Know what I might do? What are you do? I think what I do, I, I'm hopefully I will have some self control, and when I can find a package of it, I will buy it, and I will not drink a sip until I'm recording on one of our shows. Oh my god, I'm gonna so drink it. We'll, we'll do a Ghostbusters spoiler cast with Ecto Cooler. Yeah, oh that would be amazing. Oh, uh, then we're down. That's what we're gonna do next. Also, a new image mm. of Slimer shows up, but however, I know Slimer is not on these Ecto Cooler uh, packaging. Uh, it's more mm-hmm. just kind of like a dripping you know ectoplasm kind of thing so um Uh i guess they're pushing away from the slimer being the the face of ghostbusters and more melissa mccarthy being the face no i'm kidding um (laughs) but i uh maybe it's the same person no that's mean that's mean i'm gonna stop being mean melissa mccarthy is not slimer from ghostbusters no matter what we say (laughs) don't spread that rumor people but yeah ecto cool is awesome let's get ready for it let's get ready yeah yeah all right lastly tomb raider laura croft has been cast And it is not Daisy Ridley. Mm, it is, I think that's okay. It is Alicia right. Vikander. Uh, she was in Ex Machina with two other Star mm-hmm. Wars people. So yeah, we'll give it to and her. I think she. I believe she won an Academy Award too for the Danish Girl. So I mean, uh, <laughs> she's popular. <laughs> she's really popular right now. Yeah, and that is good news. I guess that's a good indication uh, for the health, the future health of video game movies. If we can pull in. Uh, a big, uh, a big talented actress, or I guess uh, I think the I think the term is just now a blanketed actor. Uh, I think that's great for an actor of that quality. But at the same time, Tomb Raider does have a little bit to go off of. They had their own franchise that was already out, and uh, I remember it back in the day that I, that made some money. I don't really remember how good it was, but it made some money. So uh, I think it's cool that we're getting another Lower Croft reboot. So yeah, and she's also in Jason Bourne coming out later this summer as well. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Um, she's again. She's all over the place. Like you said, the Danish girl, the man from Uncle from last year, Ex Machina. I mean, so she's a she's a big hit right now. Hopefully, she does a Tomb Raider justice. Um, but I'm I'm not too upset either way. I don't care. It's one of those. Ooh, is that is, is that a subtitle for like the the third movie, Tomb Raider colon Justice? I, I guess I don't. Whatever you want to call it. Where did that come from? Did I say that? I don't. Yeah, you said uh, do it. Do Tomb Raider justice. Oh. I guess I did. 
I kind of blacked out there for a second thinking about Tomb Raider. There you go. Don't worry. We'll cut back to this clip in in a year or so when uh when that name drops, and we'll we'll say that we did it first. We did it first, Tomb Raider Justin. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that is the end of the show. We've had a bit of news all over the place this week. Some movies we talked about, some movies we didn't. But that's the superhero slate for you. We we do our own yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, you got a little, you got a couple extra minutes this week. Uh, we had a lot to talk about. Uh, the summer is upon us. Uh, next week, prepare your bodies, minds, and souls for Captain America: uh, Civil War. We will let you know everything that we think. I'm sure we're going to talk about it lengthy. So, uh, uh, say, set aside. I would say safely 60 minutes next week to listen to us talk all about it. Yes, and do your coworkers and friends a favor and do not talk about the movie until you're <laughs> sure they've seen it. Like. That's yeah. a that's a that's the quickest way to have a bad time is if you start talking about a movie and they've not seen it, especially with this one with so many unknown variables, at least to us, that that yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm really, again, I'm counting the sleeps. I'm I'm I think I can wear a Marvel shirt every day this week and, and be okay to to have enough come come Thursday night. So oh yeah, man, let's get ready for it. So in the meantime, Mike. How, if people want to know how you prepare yourself for, for Civil War, where can they follow you at? Oh, well, I prepare myself with copious amounts of candy. And if you want to follow me in my journey there, uh, you can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, everybody is awaiting what shirt you're going to be wearing on Thursday night. I hope you uh, tweet it out. Let us all know. Where can they follow you? Yeah, I will have it on Twitter at V-A-L-D-A-N, Valdan. Uh, you can also go to Comic UI where I will have a written review come next week. Um, and, and you can read it on Comic UI. We broke the Punisher story like a minute after it came out. I was pretty proud of that. So we've got a lot of hits this week on the Punisher. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me at Comic UI or on Valdan. So yeah, where else? Uh, and although, you know, we have super fans out there. And if they want to share the show with a friend, Mike, where can they do that at? All right. As always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find the links of everywhere we put the show. We're on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can get us right in your email inbox. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, uh, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. That's super, super helpful. It helps us pop up in, in some fresh eyeballs, let other people enjoy the show. And if you're a super fan of the show and the super fans are the one that are going to be there at Captain America uh, opening night, if you're a big fan of us, big fan of the show, share it with a friend and spread the love and who it's been quite a week my wife is baking cake and it is leaking into this room i can smell it it smells so good i've been smelling it for like the last hour but oh it's been a week man yes it is and um if you're in my theater on thursday and you're eating loud crinkly food i will smack you so <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding but but you know how i feel right. about that yeah all right i i think it's best to leave it on that note then yes we will <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next week all right bye Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, I think I'm ready to kick this motherfucker off. Yeah, whoa.